All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. We hope that you enjoy. 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 Welcome to episode 328 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. And from far to the east, welcome back, Alan Alicia, author. Author? That sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you for having me, Julian. It's great to talk with you and catch up. Now, full disclosure, I did listen yes. to the Three Sides of the Coin episode today on which you appear. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to do my advanced preparation, and I got a little notification just in time. So uh, I, I just have one response to your appearance on that episode. Hey, Mark. Haha. <laughs> I have something Mark does not have. And when he said he was still looking for that uh, Strutter cassette from uh, 1995, it was the Earthquake Relief Mm -hmm. uh, Fund. fund. And if I recall correctly, without going into my book or Jeff's book and and Kurt's book, it was done by... Or my book. I'm so (laughs) sorry to be offensive. Um, it was done for earthquake relief, and they recorded part of the sound check. And they recorded was it uh, Parasite and Strutter or Nothing to Lose and Strutter? Two uh, songs. Strutter and Rock Bottom, I think. And Rock Bottom. There we go. And they In only two takes. they only ever used this one song, and it was issued promotionally on the cassette. And if you called into a phone line, you got to hear the songs. That's correct. You didn't actually get that's the cassette. Right. So there that's are right, very right. few of these cassettes out. I picked this up in 2016 for a hundred bucks and I would have wow. paid, I would have paid anything from it. Uh, but one of the dealers uh, who I regularly deal with in Tokyo um, had one and I did a buy it now. Wasn't even going to wait. Didn't make an offer. Just grabbed it. How rare are they out there? Um, as someone who does collect, and, and it's They're probably, very rare. you're asked by a lot of people probably to find stuff for them, I bet. Yes, yes, they're they're very hard to find, but occasionally they will pop up. But you, it's not something that you can plan on buying uh, every weekend, like the originals too, or Music Live Special. Uh, there are some items, cassettes are extremely sought after. And very, very, very hard to find. So congratulations on, on that purchase. It's a, it's a rare one. It is. Uh, what is not rare, but is sure to soon become rare, is you have a new printing of your wonderful Kiss in Japan book. Uh, I've got an old one to hold up. Nice. Which, which is the crazy edition, of course. Yes, the third printing. Which, which was the I, uh, only one. I, I only kept the third and final one because I did have other people who weren't able to purchase your book manage to leverage the other two out of my hands. Um, and they got very good deals because I just did it at cost because they were friends. But tell us about the new one and why you decided in 2020 to do a new printing of this wonderful book. Yes, and it's not only a new printing, it's a new edition. So this is the new version, the Illustrated Guide to Kiss in Japan, second edition. I, uh, I realized it was the fifth anniversary. Uh, 2020 was uh, been five years since I released the, uh, the first printing. And a lot of things have happened since. And, you know, there was some pandemic going on in the world. <laughs> and uh, I said, what? How can I spend my time... Um, Productively, and I had the opportunity to to go over the book, and the opportunity to revise, update, and upgrade it. And uh, if it's any indication from the cover, you see the, the probably the best picture of Kiss in Japan by Bob Gruen, which I uh, was able to license photos from, and it's on the cover. It cost me an arm and a leg, but it's totally worth it. It's just uh, just the cover is stunning. The content is just as stunning. And of course, it's been updated to 2019. The, the previous editions, of course, stopped after the, the, their uh, anniversary tour from 2015 with uh, the appearance from Momo Ilo Clover Z. Um, 
So yeah, there it is. It's uh, it's it's a beautiful book. It's already arrived in Japan and in the UK even uh, after only a few days of shipping, and uh, the feedback has been uh, f- phenomenal. Um, I'm very very humbled and very happy to uh, to present it here today. I mean, you ha- you have an iconic photo of Kiss on the cover of your own book. I mean that that's absolutely incredible. Um it's magic. yeah, it's is absolutely magical and magic to have that sort of experience. But obviously that is a big topic going around at the moment about, you know, we're not really going to go into depth into that stuff, but into the photo licensing. How does one work with Bob Gruen? And how did you build a relationship with him because I know you've been to New York, haven't you? And I know yes. when I was in New York with friends, we were going out to dinner and one of them con- uh, nonchalantly said, oh, Bob Gruen just lives over there, you know, and I was like, can we go see, you know, but obviously not. Mm-hmm. But you did manage to meet Bob Gruen. Tell us about how that relationship developed and how you've actually ended up with that wonderful photo on the cover and just a little bit of the licensing process that you went through that you can talk about. Sure. Um, the, I was able to go to his studio in March 2019, thanks to um, the producer of the Tokyo Kiss Expo. We met a few months prior. Um, we had lunch, and she, um, her name is Hannah, Hannah Tabata. She, she, she announced me in December 2018 that Kiss would tour Japan in December 2019. So they knew it all, everything was planned a year ahead. And her company, Sony, Sony Communications, wanted to do a, a, another KISS Expo to follow the end of the road tour. They had done one in 2016. They wanted to do another one. And she wanted to, to meet with me because, I, I, like she called me, I'm her KISS walking encyclopedia. And uh, she said, what do you think we should do? And I said, you need pictures of Bob Gruen. If you're going to make a brochure about Kiss in Japan, if you want an, an, an exhibit of photos in, in, in your museum, you need photos of Bob Gruen. He has the best ones. And she, she took note and she contacted him and uh, he, he seemed open to the idea. Uh, however, she's not uh, a walking encyclopedia on Kiss. And I mentioned that I would be by by chance, I suppose, in New York a few months later, and that I would be more than happy to go to Bob's studio and look at photos to select for the Kiss Expo brochure and exhibition. So um, March came. I I was I, I went. Uh, I was in New York, N- not for Kiss. I was there with my son for a uh, for trip, a uh, special graduation trip. It was not. And you weren't to- at the Madison Square Garden show. I'm so disappointed because I was obviously there. I I I didn't go. I didn't go to. I was in New York for the show I, at the time of the show, but I didn't go. I oh, made that's, it a that's point. Almost I made it a point. I made it a point that th- that trip was for my son, and I would not drag him to see Kiss because that's he's not he's not into it at all. So I made sure that I missed the Madison Square Garden show to have no no you know last minute temptation. So saw went to we went to Bob Gruen's studio, and um, I spent I think a total of three hours, three and a half hours, looking at exclusively his files of Kiss in Japan pictures. And I don't think I've seen everything because when I, when I, when I thought I was done, uh, his wife who was there said, do you want to see more? And I was like, oh my God, I've been here three hours. There's more? And she said, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't. I have, I have to go. So um, that was my introduction to, uh, to, to his studio, so to speak. He was there. He was very nice. Uh, he, he looked at my selection. And uh, I told, I had to ask, I said, do you really still have the costumes of Dress to Kill that, um, you know, the band put on? So he said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to. And he went and pulled out the jeans, uh, neck, the yellow necktie. I have, a, of course, I took a, 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 a picture of, of that with him and the necktie. Um, that he landed to the band. So the band's Gene and I think, uh, well, Ace maybe didn't have a suit. And so supposedly he landed them 
uh, his suit for, for the shoot. Uh, a lot of people say it's Neil Borgard. He claims that he's his, and he had, he definitely had the, the necktie that, that Jean is wearing on that cover. And I held it and I wore it and I took some pictures. So that was great. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, the uh, expo didn't happen. Um, so I had in my mind the photos, I had some samples, and I thought they need to be seen. Someone needs to do something with those photos. And that someone um, happened to be me. I, I was able to, to select and license uh, some of the photos for, uh, for Kiss in Japan second edition to enhance some classic shots. Uh, this, this one being one of the classic shots, obviously. Um, and uh, other ones that uh, are uh, that have rarely, if ever, been seen. Uh, of course, mostly for seventy-seven and uh, a couple of seventy-eight pictures. So it was a long process. It took a lot longer than it should have. Um, I was in contact with his studio, but his studio is right in New York City, and uh, his studio manager was only there uh, once a week. So when I had questions, when I wanted another photo, when I was looking, what could have be, been done in three days took three weeks right. to, uh, to get, uh, because she was going there once a week and I had to wait for a week. And, uh, but once uh, we agreed, we, we negotiated the, uh, the deal. Um, I, got the, I, I sent the money. I got the photos within, I think, 48 hours. And then I could uh, start the, uh, the final process of, uh, of printing the book. And um, there it is. Now, I've, I've licensed photos both by number of imprints and by time limitation. Um, you know, how are you controlled by your license? Because basically, when you, you license something, you, have, you agree to terms in advance. Um, sometimes they're negotiated. Sometimes they're dictated. Yes. Sometimes there's a mix. You know... Is yours uh, just by the number of imprints or have you, you know, the ability to do reprints, you know, if that is the no, case a, or is it very specifically one printing, one time done? Yes, one time only uh, non-exclusive rights. So in other words, someone else could go and, and, and use those photos. I can only use it once. So this is this is it. Um, there is not going to be a I, there's not going to be a second printing of the second edition now unfortunately I've, I, now or, i've, I've said know, that before i'm never doing this again um so you really are limited and that's one of the important things to stress to people who are listening to this that with this new book uh this uh new edition of your kiss yes. in japan book yes. that the stock that you have had printed is the total run there are not going to be any that's second right printings third printings crazy collection that's print. right for 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 various reasons i decided not to do a pre-order uh type so i just pre-orders pick... are kind of a poison thing these days uh better uh, not yeah. to do them i uh i know the feeling i know the feeling so i i decided for this one just print a number that i had in my mind of course based on previous the previous publications that i did and it's and it's a prayer, and a silent prayer, because <laughs> because you've assumed all risk. You haven't yes. asked any haven't asked anyone to share the risk of covering your printing costs, your licensing costs. No, all it's of a the, big uh, risk. You're also shipping. You're assuming mm -hmm. all risk, not putting yes. anyone else at risk. Which, uh, to be perfectly honest, when you're able to do so, is the only way to do it because it's all in your control. Yes, it's. Uh, I've taken all the risk. I've printed all the money. Uh, I I paid Bob Gurren. I paid the, uh, another freelance photographer in Japan. Um, I uh, printed, of course, the the. I paid the, the printing company. It's all on me at this point. And uh, again, based on my uh, my track record and based on the quality of the product, I I really hope that everyone will uh, will immediately ordered and and and, uh, and 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 buy them and i can uh, proudly say it sold out very quickly fingers crossed well yeah i i would certainly hope so uh you've changed the size and the formatting 
for this second edition, and, and do correct me every time I say second printing, uh, because I don't want to <laughs> be incorrect. It, it's just so easy for me uh, to to slip in, in the terminology. You've changed the size of the book. Is is that correct? And and why did you do so? Yes. Was there something that led you to want to reformat it? And how did you approach changing the book in order to make it a true second edition? Uh, when I did the first one five years ago, I was uh, used to the B5 format. So B Japanese B5 is, um, I can't really, I don't know the, the size in inches and all that, but it's, it's, 80, it's, eight, it's 187 millimeter by 257. There you go. So it's a bit smaller, but it's a very, very popular format in Japan. And in my work, I have, I have done a lot of publication and, and, materials using that format so i was very comfortable very happy with it and that's why i used it for for the first book now with experience with takes tokyo experience with budokan 78 experience with the original plus one on the a4 format i thought changing to a4 big size format for the second edition was 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 a, a good idea it does look better to be honest also from uh maybe a western westerner point of view that it looks like a real book the bigger the better and so that was one one uh, idea i had for uh, for the second edition and uh, also being able to change the the layout inside you you kind of save on space there's there's more real estate of course on a4 so you can sort of put everything together in a more compact way which leaves you more space to add more content and um, yeah, the, the the photos look uh, look look great on A4. I have to say. Was there anything in Oops. the original? <laughs> We're in California. Yeah, you right. in Japan. Any shaky <laughs> cameras are always nerve wracking. Um, was there yes, anything well, in the original, you know, printings that you really wanted to change that this offered you the opportunity to? And I, I guess, how much have you added? into it in terms of content, not necessarily just new photographs, uh, but also in terms of what happened with um, Kiss's history in Japan since 2016, correct? Right. Um, in terms of content, I've, so I've, I've covered, I'm covering, of course, what happens after. So 2016, the, the Kiss Expo, and 2019, the end of the road to, to make it a, the complete history. So the, this this is the addition. Um, in terms of changes, ad additional photos of most notably uh, Bob Gruen photos from '77, um, an additional photos from another freelance photographer '78. So I didn't really re rewrite or uh, re re um, reinvent the history of Kiss in Japan. I think the text, the content, the, the research, the interviews from the first edition is, is staying, obviously. Um, I, I did, um, I would say, upgrade or tweak some of the design here and there and make it more, uh, more appealing, more attractive, and of course, to fit the, uh, the A4 size. So like that, like, that's what I like to say, revised, updated, and upgraded. It's, uh, it's, it's a, a, a mixture of, uh, a mix of the three. Right, because, you know, as, you know, I, I don't want to use historian or Kiss scholars, but people who are interested in the history of the band, whether it's down to a country, city, uh, overall for myself with the touring history, history is not static. It's happened, but we're always discovering new aspects of it. In Japan, yes, that's how, true. That's how, true. how do fans and yourself you know, approach it. Um, are you always digging for new references, new interviews, new? You um, you would not you would not believe the the stuff I found after the book was released. Like you say, you know, you learn you learn something new every day, and it's incredible that after forty two, forty three years, I found more magazines that not of more articles, more photos that no one had, had ever seen, um, some details. I mean, perhaps for the, the common, the regular KISS fan, it's not that big. But for someone who's interested in Japan, it's fascinating to, to, to realize that after 42, 43 years, someone had in his or her attic 
a magazine that went out of print in 78, but there was something about Kiss in 77, and it's coming out in 2018, 2019. Um, so yes, so that's why I mean by revision. I there, there were things that I corrected that I that I was not aware of in 2015. Um, some elements that I added since then. Um, you're right. History is in the past, but we we can learn and find new elements all the time and that's 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 the fun part yeah and that's one of the things that i i still love when i get an email and it's from one of my links that says corrections and someone's clicked yes. on it and says i need to correct you on this <laughs> and i'm like oh yes i'm going to learn something today from someone who was actually there or has some inside information um but yes we... the, you know I, I i would like to to say one thing um um, when you write a book, you know, the, a book is not the be all and all the Bible. And even the Bible was had, had several, several versions and several New Testament. A work in progress and, you know, edits. Exactly, exactly. And the a, a thing that you realize when you when you uh, when you create something is that you can only find your mistakes and you only find things to change after it's released. If you keep working on something and trying to get the perfect book or the perfect anything, it will never end. There is a point where you have to end and say, this is it. This is what I'm putting out. And once it's out, you see, oh, I could have changed that. Oh, this this would have been better on, on the other side. Like in a movie, also same thing. Like uh, producers and directors, directors also always say that. Oh, always say that. Oh, you know, when I was in the movie and I watched my movie, I realized that I should have take, edited this edit. So you you only you can only correct things that are been that have been produced, and you know enhance and and try to 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 do better the next time. It's it's uh, it's almost never ending. It's uh, it's and it's a creative process, and that's 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 a fun as well yeah it is never ending because i'm still finding typos in the kiss album focus um <laughs> and if any, you know if anyone's bought you know my books I'm, on like amazon odyssey and, and you know genius peter paul and the more recent books i put the date stamp inside there because i'm continuously mm -hmm. updating the manuscripts and sending up new versions um because i have that capability by print yeah. on demand that you don't have by printing your license for that amount of print runs for that photograph you don't have that option yeah. that i do so i mean there's probably 50 or 60 different print versions of odyssey you know right down to oh i found an egregious really? typo that slipped through um you know dozens of previous revisions and that's simply how it is people mm. can only know which version of my books they have by the date and i don't keep track of every single fix in any of those versions it just you know <laughs> i fix i regenerate um with 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 doing this i mean walk us through some of the additions of what happened in japanese history um in between the two editions just so that people have an overview do you cover gene simmons solo band um and you did mention the original expo that took place. I don't remember what year that was. Was that 2018 or 2017? 2016. Oh, 2016. 2016 now. Wow. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I, I decided to focus only on KISS-related um, news. So there's no mention of solo uh, visits. Ace was – well, actually, Gene was here in 2017. Paul and Ace – in 2018 but i do not talk about it because soul station to me is, is not kiss ace Frehley as much as Ace Frehley is being ace Frehley, it's not kiss and the gene simmons band also is not kiss so although the this happened it, it's not in the illustrated guide to kiss in japan because simply it's not kiss so what i do cover is the kiss expo because that was a kiss uh, related event kiss expo and the, the 2019 end of the road these these are the uh the the, the two um kiss related events that happened after 20 it's it was deliberate because ace also came in 93 for solo and it would have been it, you know uh, what's so important in the book is to know what not to put in otherwise you end up with a 400 500 600 Sorry, IKEA, I, I, I don't i don't understand that concept what not to put in <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it's very important. Trust me. Um, so no, it's uh, it it's, uh, it 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 has to 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 find the, the right balance. I mean, of course, I mean it, that's subject to uh, to to opinion. But uh, I decided not to not to talk about bootlegs, not to talk about CDs, not to talk about laser disc, not to talk about solo solo projects. Just to keep it. Uh, consistent and focused on and the brand. And, um, so we're going from 192 pages in color. What's the page count on the new edition now? The new edition is 160. Why? Because you have more space in 160A4 than in 192B5, in case anyone's asking. That's the uh, that's the the count. Um, there is a, a very large portion, I think over a hundred pages on the the first years. Obviously, uh, obviously spending a lot more time on 1977 than on than on 2006, for obvious reasons. I think uh, the, the demand, the the people passion and the people interest in Kiss is very often uh, focusing on the on the on the classic era, which is why. Um, it's uh, there's a large portion covering covering the 1977 tour, and it's also very representative because Kiss was everywhere in Japan in 1977. There's so much to talk about, so much to show that it it makes sense that there is an imbalance. But in in the course of the Kiss story, it's it's actually it makes sense and it it is balanced to talk more about 77 than. 2004 or 2006. Yeah, but it all, almost seems as well that 1978 is a black hole compared to 1977 in that they were only in Tokyo in 1978 for their performances, whereas in 1977 they traveled throughout Japan. Yes, uh, starting that's in, right. Uh, Osaka. Uh, where's that's my right. I don't have my, I don't have my webpage open. Um, and in terms of recordings, there's much more, obviously, from 1977, and, and new ones just dropped, actually, on Zodiac the first night. A, an upgraded version of uh, that show has just has just come out. Um, really? But 1978 remains the big mystery part. Have you been able to add anything specifically from 1978 to the book um, for, for this print run? And also, talking about 2019, to, I'm going to jump between 40 years, well, yeah, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, how much coverage do you give the tour in 2019 in December and Yoshiki? Um, so to go back to 78, I have additional photos from a, from a freelance photographer. It, it's obviously they, they look, um, Kiss looks absolutely, you know, Larger than life, I would say, on uh, on that tour, and uh, it's uh, it is very much uh, the second time. You know, the first time is always amazing and great, and the second time is a little bit more low key. And that was the case for the Kiss tour in Japan. That, uh, like you mentioned, only five days in Tokyo. There was no tour. It was a very quick hit, almost hit and run. Uh, affair, but very, very profitable, of course, five shows in the biggest arena in Japan, instead of touring the countryside and, and small arenas. So they had they had a different schedule, they had a different guarantee, they had a different, it was almost a different band by then. Um, I did do a special magazine on 78, Budokan 78. So um, it's, uh, do you have a copy by any chance? There it is, sold out, sorry. And it was a, a really, really, really nice one. Yeah, this this um, is the one I I took a ton of copies for the expo out here, wasn't it? Oh, it was that it was at that time for what indie Indiana for Indiana Indie Club? Expo. Indiana so if you miss me at the Indie Expo, I was selling these dirt cheap import specials um, and not price gouging. So uh, you missed your chance. Yes, and I don't have any more left, and I can't print any more of of, of this one either. So. Too bad, um, but no, I did not. Th- this book is not so illustrate uh, Kiss in Japan is not uh, a compilation of the, the of takes Tokyo and Budokan. I, this one covers everything. Um, I don't have a lot of space or too much to to talk about 2019, although it is obviously mentioned. 
um, it's uh, it's it's relating the, uh, the the tour compared to uh, in in the 2019 uh, format of the the whole end of the end end of the road tour. I do have photos from from the Tokyo Dome that I was able to uh, to take, um, but it's not honestly the the focus. The main focus of the book is the the classic seventies uh, tours. Yeah, I, I think most fans are going to be much more interested in photographs of nineteen seventy seven rather than nineteen eighty eight. Not to put any no, it's you know, it's, lack it's, of luster on that a, era. It's just that when we look back, especially. Well, especially at Japan and Kiss, you think of that cover uh, that you have the the photo on your cover, and you think yeah. of that that particular tour. Seventy eight's yes. more of an afterthought in some ways. How is Japan handling the end of the road? I mean, it was a very brief tour, really, for saying goodbye. Do you think there's any hope? that because of this year-long and possibly even longer interruption, that KISS might actually decide to return to Japan again? What's your personal opinion on that? Um, well, you know, a lot of things have changed the past year. I did, I interviewed uh, Tommy. Uh, Tommy Thayer was very kind to give time to the KISS Japan fan club for an interview, and I, and I met him in... Uh, a day or two before the, the Tokyo show, and I had pointed out to him back then, again, it's a year ago, that there was a six-month break between the last date and the supposedly final New York date. So there were six months. Or what are you going to do? Is this really the last key tour of Japan? And he says, I can't tell you. Uh, we will probably be touring, but I don't know. And of course, that was that was last year. So maybe they had another uh, plan they had plans to come uh, one last time i really don't know uh, the the show was in tokyo dome tokyo dome is a big stadium osaka also osaka was was not uh, did not sell very well um, but it was also a huge uh, the osaka dome kyocera dome so I really don't know what uh, what the numbers tell Udo and what the numbers tell Kiss about um, about about tickets. I I know that merchandise sells very well. That's mm-hmm. always a big a big topic here. Did they set some um, records again on that tour with their merchandise sales rather than the ticket sales? It's it was insane, and I think everyone has seen the video that uh, um, Kiss Online posted of the the, the line. The incredible line in front of Tokyo Dome at nine or ten in the morning before the show. The the the, the merchandise opened, I think, at eleven, and people had lined up since five six in the morning. The show was, was at seven p.m. Never mind that. It was just insane the number of people waiting in line to buy Kiss merchandise. But also that the number of the items that there were. I mean, I always love looking at Japanese merchandise because it's so different in flavor than elsewhere yes, in the world. Every, everywhere it really else, is. it becomes, it almost feels cheap, tacky, and generic. In Japan, it feels special. They, they certainly have a flair for creating original and stunning design and colorful and, and silly, but you just can't help it. I mean, KISS fans love to buy KISS, Kiss stuff. And they understand they, they understand that, and there is a, a fascination overseas for for Japanese items too. So that added to the to the craziness, the, the, the kiss curry, Japanese curry, the kiss gacha gacha uh, gacha gacha. There were uh, that were in uh, a series of ten or twenty different pins, uh, t-shirts. Um, Plastic folders, uh, key holders, just just a, a, a large array of uh, of useless, but uh, can't live without it. Kiss stuff. But it's something that has permeated Kiss and their relationship with uh, with Japan all through their career. There have been all these little uh, point of sale bonus items. You know, whether it was the pin with the elder, the the beach yeah. bag with creatures. Uh, a beach bag was with. Uh, Killers. My, that was that was I killers. May. Yes, and cre- yes. creatures didn't have a silver bag. 
Which one was the silver no, one? No, uh, silver Just... bag. The silver vin- vinyl beach bag was Killers. Okay, Killers and promo. then I'm Killer thinking promotion. the red and yellow had... one with the elder had a that's plastic elder, bag as yes. well. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Creatures of the Night had a, a, a small clipboard and a sheet of stickers, which doesn't make any sense anyway. But no. it was uh, extremely, extremely hard to find. And you never days. know what you're going to find, especially when you order LPs from Japan. I mean, I got a copy of the originals one year and it came with the sticker sheet, which uh, I think was a point of sale handout and also had the Victor calendar in there. So. Oh, wow. Amazing. Well, if you if you're curious and people want to know what should be in each book, there in each LP, there is this book that I made called the Illustrated Guide to Kiss in Japan, which gives you a detailed account of what should be in each LP and what the premiums are, and uh, where you can find it and why and and how and and it's also uh, it's also a guide for uh, for collecting as well. So now, two, did the most one. did the most recent releases make it into the book? Because I know they'd been announced, I think, in August of MQA CD reissues of Best of Solo Albums, Double Platinum, Kiss Killers, oh, and Smashes, these? Thrashes, and Hits, which has been delayed until November. That's right. Uh, no, they are not in the book. I I, I end the book uh, in 2019 after the end of the road. Even though we are twenty, we're in twenty twenty. I ended. I end the story of Kiss in Japan in twenty nineteen. I I, I I didn't want to to include the CD releases and and video and all that. So that's I just I just make it at the end of the road. It's the end of the book. I like how you've stayed away from the unofficial stuff to a certain extent because you've you've kept it very pure, very it's, uh, mm-hmm. as as a chef. You've done a wonderful job of just taking it down to its basics and not having everything and too much so that it becomes crowded and cluttered. How difficult that is that from a creative point of view? There's sometimes you say, oh, I'd love to. No, that doesn't fit. I have to say no. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what, what it is. You have to 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 make a decision decision uh, strategic decision on what not to include as well and I think if you if I had gone into the the number of CD releases and re-releases is ridiculous we'll almost make a different almost make a whole book um, same with the, uh, the the laser discs and the videos and uh, and let's not even talk about bootleg the Japanese bootlegs uh, would 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 be a different a different publication really I could I could easily make a hundred page book on on Japanese unofficial merchandise and and honestly I'm, it's not something I'm I'm very keen on or, or very interested in myself so I decided to keep it to the with the official um, the official releases with the second edition what was your hardest decision that you had to make about it other than doing it. Um, that's a good, that's a very good question. I honestly, I wish, I wish I had, I wish I could have done more pages and more photos of Bob Gruen, but it, they're, they're like you said once, you know, he's the Kobe beef of photographers. Yes. So when you go, when you buy, when, when you eat Kobe beef, you, you eat maybe four or five pieces. You don't, you don't eat the whole, uh, the whole, uh, T-bone of, of whatever. You're not, you're not eating the whole a, cow. You're enjoying. That's right. Savor the flavor right. of each bite. That's right. That's right. I, I would have loved more photos of Bob Gruen, uh, but I think I selected that. It's it's a very nice selection of uh, of the of some of the classic shots that I that I personally wanted to be in the book, and the cover is one of them, and some other ones that uh, that that people have not have not seen before. Um, I would have, I would have loved to make a, a, a whole book of Bob Gruen photos, but not going to happen, uh, with, uh, with my, uh, if I upfront all the money, <laughs> not, not with the Alan Belisha budget. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, I, that, the, the biggest decision actually was to, to go for Bob Gruen photos, which I didn't five years ago because I had no experience and I didn't have the connection. And um, with now that I was able to do that, that was a big factor in saying I'm I'm doing a second edition if I have his photos. Once I had his photos, I I was confident that I would go ahead and, and I did it. 
Now you're you're working in the realm of photos and visual, which um, for Kiss is a very critical part of their licensing and what they do and the intellectual property that they are, uh, own versus my written interviews all packaged together, completely different creatures. Um, you've also officially licensed your Kiss Originals book. Um, Originals plus one. Originals plus one indeed. And just in case, just to show I'm prepared. That's right. There Beautiful. Look at that. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, it's sold out. Too bad. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> When you decided to do this, um, how do you have to work with the official realm? Did you send an email asking permission before you did anything, saying, hey, I'm thinking about doing this? Um, or, you know, did you do it and then ask for permission? No, I. Um, that was the, the first thing I, I did after I, I had the idea was, or the ID uh was uh to send an email to uh to the lawyer Uh, and that was i think in march if i recall end of march from then for a a month or two then i um once i was starting to you know work on the layout and all that i um i sent a follow-up email to uh to doc to management and cc or bcc gene simmons and uh I got a reply from the lawyer very quickly after that. So I guess someone forwarded it to, to the lawyer and as the, basically it said, I would like to reissue, I would like to do a second edition of my kiss in Japan. Do you object to the release? And the answer was provided A, B, C, D, and E. We do not object. Good luck or best of luck, something like that. So I was like, great. After I, I, I got that, I got in contact with uh, the freelance photographer, negotiated the, the, uh, the, the fee for the photos. Then I contacted Bob Gruen Studios to, to do the same. And so once I had really, I, I would have been very reluctant and very scared, to be honest, to go ahead without the, the permission. I could have done it. It's probably risky, probably not a good idea. I guess I could have, but I'm so glad I got the response from uh, management and legal counsel saying we do not object which is kind of a relief and then you can go ahead and and proceed yeah i think 20 years ago i was pretty cavalier in how i handle things but i still cc'd the uh lawyers about my plans as Mm. number one as a matter of respect but nowadays yes i'm petrified now that you have a big player involved called Epic Licensing, who own licensing, and now that KISS are at the end of the road, their licensing and their business plans are something that any independent person wants to be very, very cautious around. Because as mm-hmm. innocuous as it may seem to you, it may be a very big deal in some area that they plan on exploiting. And they're the band. Yes, and I think yes, we and have to recognize that it's always their right first to exploit, and it's also their right to say, no, don't do that. Yes, I I did have uh, another project that I submitted and offered a, a, a ridiculous five-digit uh, um, fee uh, offer, uh, and it was, uh, they said, no, no, thank you, but for contractual reason, we... We, we cannot, but thank you for, for your efforts and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, they, they, they have things going on that we don't know about yet mm-hmm. or that we've heard about. And if they, if they can say yes, they will. And if they can't or they don't feel like it, they will say no. And you just have to uh, bow your head and, and say, okay, I'll, I'll think of something else. It, it, it's... It's that's like it's I would say it's life, but that's business, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, there's a few of my titles that are coming up to second editions that when I'm done with them, if they ever get done, then I will number one ask permission before doing it because in this day and age, I'm not going to do it, uh, cowboy anymore, you know, mm. by, by any means, you know, and that's down to changing covers and you know, multiple printings. I'm curious about one thing, uh, I do want to wrap up uh, shortly, um, and not keep you too long because it is, you know your time the official kiss logo looks so beautiful on product 
it really mm-hmm. does add something extremely special that when yes, you it have does. license it. I, I'm curious of whether there is, and, and again, uh, if you don't want to ask, don't answer, uh, if there was any um, intent or question of officially licensing Kiss in Japan as an officially licensed product, or whether it was just one that you asked first about reprinting and whether that would be okay, or whether you would have been uh, receptive if they came back to you with a suggestion. I, I would have been very receptive if they came back with a suggestion. I didn't offer it for this time because it was honestly very um, um, stressful the, for the whole process for original really? plus one. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Um, it, 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 if anything, it's very, it takes a lot of time, you know, when you're a, uh, a self-published KISS fan, author living in Japan, you're not very high on the pecking order. So they have bigger fish to fry. And uh, and I totally understand that. I know exactly, you know, where my place is in the, in the KISS world, which is not very, not very high on the priority list. And, and um, so I this, for this one, I, I really wanted the, the logo for Originals Plus One because it's a, it's a tribute to the, the, the cover of the, the originals right. LP. So it, it just looked perfect for this one. It's not that it wasn't that necessary. I think the photo, the Bob Gruen photo is, uh, is, uh, that, that says a lot more cool to be enough. honest. <laughs> it's what it says a lot more in some ways it's, because everyone it, recognizes it. They, they've seen it, it screams. It screams kiss in Japan. I just love that photo. I'm so glad I was able to, uh, to, uh, to use it for the cover. So, uh, yes, I, I didn't, uh, I would have loved to, if they got, if they asked for, 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 um, to do it officially, but I was not, I, I don't think that's the, that's the plan. I, I think they have bigger projects and, and, and other things to do. They, they, they know I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not looking into this as a, as big business. It's a passion. It's a labor of love. It's very limited. It's, it's Japan only. It's not the history of KISS. Uh, worldwide it's kiss in japan it's very specific enough that they think this guy has done stuff before and we, we he's 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 okay we can let him do that for on a limited scale also you know i do not i that the book is not on sale on amazon it's not uh it's a small scale project and i think they i like to keep it that way and they like to keep it that way yeah, no point trying to smuggle a kilo when you can get a few grams. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to make any comments on, on that reference. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm sorry. Um, b- before we wrap up, you did hold up the MQA CDs. I'd like to get your opinion on those since I'm still waiting for mine. I did have Kiss Killers in my uh, possession very briefly before giving it away. Uh, but I am most curious about Best of Solos, which appears to have some different mixes, at least of one song on it. And, of course, it comes with the beautiful second cover. French, yes. French yes I'm using issue. this one as the main one because I, I'm kind of partial to, to that cover. What, what is your question? Oh, what are your thoughts on them now that you have them oh, and I've... you've looked at them? Uh, your, your quick 90-second or however many minutes you want to review them. I absolutely love them, and I recommend everyone who likes Kiss to get them, uh, if only for the, the object. Of course, you know the music. Uh, but pl- Double Platinum in, in this mini version, the shiny cover, is absolutely stunning. They did a reproduction of the post, the Japanese poster, a mini reproduction of the Platinum Award, and a mini reproduction of the sticker, uh, the set list, the, the track list uh, sticker. It's an absolutely beautiful to have in your hands and of course the music as paul stanley would say is timeless you have kiss killers which is the japanese version so it has 14 tracks escape from the island and shandy which was not on the european uh, uh version so 14 songs also reproduction of the japanese six page booklet which was involved in included in the original lp and the mini uh, logo sticker. So for the fan, this is this is really really good. Now they and didn't change. Made, they didn't change that obi, did they? They didn't edit no, it. It still they, lists the no. original premiums. Yeah. 
the AB, the OB is exactly the same as the LP, and so I should complain and ask for my vinyl beach bag, which is listed in there. It's a shame the funny, they didn't make a mini one. I know it's it. It was such a missed opportunity. Uh, would have fit just you know really nice. That would have been perfect your, for your, Disc Union your, to have done. Killers LP. Yes, yes, that's true. And you know the the funny part is that two thousand two thousand twenty. The CD was 2,800 yen, and in 1982, the LP was 2,800 yen, which is a lot. Which says a lot about the Japanese economy. Uh, third and last, but not least, like you mentioned, one song, uh, "Take Me Away," together as one uh, from the Paul Stanley solo album, has a, uh, like you said, I think it's called a hard ending. Yes, it's not a fade out. So it's very different, and it's really, uh, really cool to listen to. Uh, this one has been—I've uh, been playing playing it a lot. I love the mix of uh, of, of the solo album uh, songs. Uh, it's a it's a very nice, uh, very nice selection. So if you can get them, I totally recommend them. And that uses Julian, the original. Uh, yes. That uses the original track listing for the uh, for the German Bellafon version, not the later phonogram one. That's more common. Ah, uh, okay. Now, really? that, that's just segueing into my last point, which my orders held yes. up in Japan uh, because of um, transport issues to the United States. That is also affecting orders to Australia and the United States of your book. Do you know anything about when that's going to to end? It didn't stop me placing my order with you today, by the way. Um, oh, thank you very much. I, I just and understand that I'll be waiting. If anyone's interested in, in ordering the book, uh, please email me at uh, balish at gmail.com, B-A-L-I-S-H at gmail.com for, uh, for info on how to purchase the book. The book is 5,200 yen for one copy, including shipping. And the more you buy, the less the shipping is. So you, you kind of save, save uh, up to, I think, 7 or $8 per book if you buy three or more. So... I recommend if you have friends to to buy to 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 purchase with in combined shipping. And so go to balish at gmail.com is my email and PayPal address. Um, yes, unfortunately, shipping to the US and Australia is suspended from Japan. Um, it's it was um, since April, I was unable to send anything to the U.S. And slowly they have eased restrictions. I think from June or July, letters were okay. And since last week, parcels and packages are okay, but unregistered. And so not without track and trace. So if you, I don't recommend it, but if you trust your local post office, I can still send uh, unregistered, but obviously, if if you can wait a little more and hopefully things get better soon, I will be able to ship to to the United States and Australia. Yes, but at least your book is already printed and it exists, and you've been able to obviously show people, and that does make a big difference. Yes, yes, of course, the book. And is, I will put all of here. those ordering details in the bottom of this. Uh, YouTube video, and you can of course go to the com where I've put a sticky for the ordering of the book on the website. Do be patient. I've been waiting since March for a basically a letter from Tokyo. Uh, it's a Aerosmith ad from 1974. So um, I'm just happy to wait. Just be patient. Yes. Um, you know, I have some uh, some some items that I sold on eBay that have been here since May. I can't ship, unfortunately. But people have been very, not very understanding and very patient. So oh. that's the that's that's the good part. We have to learn to do that. That's more of a well. Japanese trait, patience, <laughs> than the West. All right. Any last Talking thoughts before about, we end? Uh, if you have two minutes, I'd like to offer a, a, a little treat to to the to the listener. Oh, we love it. Yeah. What what do you have? Um, um, well, talking about being patient, uh, you know, in 1977, Kiss came to Japan for the first time. Do, do you, by any chance, would know what day they arrived in Tokyo? I, not off the top of my head, but my binder is okay. right there, but it's too heavy to get okay. out. All right. They arrive on March 18th. And if you know your history, do you know what happened when they arrive at the airport? Um, they got off the plane... Uh, went through customs, then went back on the and put on their makeup and came back out again. So something like that, yes. They 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 um, left the plane in full makeup and costume, and they were stopped at immigration because 
their faces didn't look like the ones on the passport. <laughs> right? Rookies. So they had to take off the they had to take off the makeup and they had to show their faces and then they put the makeup back on. Um, so we've heard some people have heard the, the this, this story uh, related by the band many many years later. But here I have an excerpt from the press conference that took place on March 21st. So that's three days after the event. And I don't think anyone has listened to, to that version. I'm going to try to play it. I hope you can hear everything well. Um, this is the press conference. And this is a very short answer from Gene Simmons, 27-year-old Gene Simmons. Let that sink in. Uh, answering the question about uh, the the problem they had at the uh, at the airport. Let me see if I can get the right. Oops. So this is uh, you can't hear right now, but the the, the journalist is asking what happened at Haneda Airport. And so you will hear now the translator. Well, we heard that you had some troubles going through the, the customs and immigration at the airport because the, uh, the, uh, your face or the, your picture at the passport looks a little different from what you were and uh, because of the makeups. Did you have this kind of trouble before anywhere else? Not, not really, but we had no troubles at all. Everybody was very nice to us. We came into the airport. They wanted to see us without makeup. We took off our makeup and then we put it right back on. That's the translation of the. You want to hear something else? I'll keep listening as long as you're pressing play. This is a treat. Okay. So she explains what Jean said, the uh, Japanese style, which is doubling the, the explanations and comments and words. It's very quiet. Tell them not to ask all the questions at once. <laughs> <laughs> That's Paul Stanley being Paul Stanley. Here's another question, I think, about makeup. There were about 50, 60 journalists in the press conference. This is a tape. Do you have any particular reason why you don't show your real faces? You're always with the makeups. We're too beautiful. I'm not even beautiful. I'm not even beautiful. i uh, we live our audience's fantasies for them. I love how you can hear Ace cracking up there. You know, yes, while Paul's, there. Be, Paul's being so serious. I mean, I mean, Paul's still so young as well. It's surprising. He's Twenty-five. Yeah, but it's surprising how he's already getting that kind of politician answer. Um, you know, just he, he's answering the question. The yes. But also how he can he's... think it through and put a very good sentence together. That's not your normal drooling rock star. Same with Gene. Um, they were they were both you know, able, and he's, he's, he's speaking. Very articulate, yes. But he's also speaking simply for the translators without being patronizing or rude, mm, you know. So he, that's true. And I love how he says, so that you can live your fantasies, because here we are, 47 years on, still living a fantasy, and for you, you're in a fantasy living a dream, you know, putting out another wonderful photo book with, a, a, again, one of your dreams on the cover. That's uh, that's very very true. I've been very uh, very fortunate and very blessed to uh, to experience uh, some great uh, moments in my uh, in my life as a Kiss fan. Um, and that's the perfect way to wrap it up. Thank you. It is, and uh, yes, I was leaning towards my microphone to listen with my headphones. On. <laughs> That's the effect that, you know, it, that has. Yes. So thank you very much for sharing that with us as well. Please, My people, um, don't ask for copies. You're not going to get That's a copy. Right. Enjoy no. the little taste of something special, some Kobe beef from Alan.
So, Alan, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you, Julian. And good luck with the book. Order it, folks. Thank you. And be patient for it if you're in the U.S. or Australia. It will be delivered. There's no Can doubt about that. Can I say the email address one more time? Please do. Balish at gmail.com. And one copy is 5,200 yen, including airmail shipping to most regions. If you live in South America or uh, Africa, it's a diff- it will be a different rate. But if you're in Europe, if you're in Canada, Mexico, and even the, in the U.S., although I can't ship, one copy is 5,200 yen, including registered airmail shipping. Thank you. Yeah, and get a buddy and double up. Ken and I saved six yes. bucks today by doubling our order and just uh, combining that way. So You, you, save, you save money on uh, combined shipping, definitely. Awesome. Alan, thanks a lot. Thank you, Julian. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.